just be. Okay. Well, I started. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in the middle of telling Angela something. She's like, anyway, we're on. Hi. <laughs> I just like to catch Kendall off guard like that. Um, yeah. No, but we are so glad to have you guys back on the pod. This is our second episode of season two. And Kendall and I got into something that I think is a really important topic about friendship conflict and how you can really talk to your close people in your life in a healthy and safe way and not Mm -hmm. push things to the wayside. And we had a really heart-to-heart example in our real life of something that we went through with our friendship that we kind of wanted to bring on Mike for you guys to get a look at something we went through that felt really cleansing for us and felt like you guys could have some takeaways in your own Mm -hmm. relationships because Kendall and I have been friends for 15 years and we discussed some stuff that has been bubbling under the surface for years without us really talking to each other and I'm really proud of the way that we handled this and I, I wanted too. yeah I, we yeah. wanted to share it with you guys so to give a little context if you caught our intro episode we recorded that in person um and we were so excited to be in person to record an episode together and we had all intentions of going forward with the the podcast you know on a on a weekly basis at that point and that was around end of December early January And I'm not going to get into this this much, but it is context for the story. Um, I did have a miscarriage on December 31st, and Kendall was with me during that time. If you want to know more about that, I did a whole Instagram story about that. So if you've suffered something like that or find it helpful to have someone else talk it through, I have that on a highlight in, in my Instagram. But it was a really hard time for me, but it was also a time where I was trying to honor a commitment I had with Kendall and resisting giving up the podcast at that time. And Mm -hmm. I am really proud of Kendall and I, and Kendall gave me the courage to just take a step back because I had this ego block about taking a step back from the project because I was so hung up on the fact that I had like honored my commitment and I don't, I don't want to just flake on a project. And I was faced with a block of like, I don't want Kindle to think of me as flaky and I don't want it to look like I'm not as serious about the podcast. And I was really just trying to push through, but I was in such a dark place that it was coming out on our episodes. And it was just so obvious that I wasn't in a good spot to be recording. And this is, and these are episodes that we had recorded and have since scratched. So you haven't heard them. Like, so it's not episodes that you've heard. We were recording and then decided after we we did a few we were like this isn't the energy that we want to bring into this season and so we just scratched it yes good good clarification because anything that you have heard on mic is something that we are really proud of and I just didn't want to be honest with myself that I wasn't able to take on the the recording during the time that I was grieving my miscarriage and I want to say something real quick before I get into what Kendall and I actually ended up talking about but I am proud of myself for honoring going through the emotions of my miscarriage. And I really let myself feel it all. And I was unavailable for a lot of people. And I was really grieving openly and doing that hard work. And I'm not going to shame myself for that. But what I did notice and what Kindle really brought to my attention is that during that, 
I really shut her out as a friend. And not only that, but I wasn't able to really be there for her, for her highs and her lows and pick her up and hear her news and, and just be there for her as a friend when I thought that I was. And when I was really, and Kendall can say what she kind of feels about this, but when she very gently and kindly said like, my news felt unsafe with you because I felt like when you were going through this and I started getting defensive, like, well, I was going through a hard time. And she mentioned, I have done this to her before. And we, there was something that she had brought up in the past that we had gone through where I also had this response where I basically just shut her out and anything she was going through when I was going through a hard time and I wasn't holding space for her. And it hit me in another ego block that I really identify with being a, a good friend. And if anyone knows me mm -hmm. in my real life, like I so stand by that I'm able to sustain really long life friendships and I'm really able to, to commit loyalty, like commit loyally to my friends and to my network and be a good friend. So when I was hearing that I wasn't being a good friend to Kendall, it hurt, it hurt bad. And I, I was defensive at first and felt like, you know, I was suffering, but <clears throat> she really re helped me see that it was a trauma response that I had specifically to her. I don't think I was doing that to all of my friends, but I definitely was not being there for her. And it it was really eye opening for me to hear how how much i had hurt her from from not being able to you know hold space for her because that's something we both really hold sacred and i mentioned to kendall and she can kind of talk on this that i realized in real time i was treating her poorly in this way because i was getting away with it and i wasn't proud of that and i'm still not proud of that and it it feels like hard to say on mic, but I, I was not, I was not doing right by her and she can kind of talk on how, how she felt about it. But yeah, I just, it, that kind of introed into the way we were looking at the podcast and the way we were sort of sharing news with each other and how selfish I was being in the space, honestly. Well, I want to, first of all, thank you for just being brave and like saying all of that um yeah i want to talk about my side but i think what i would like to do is just kind of cleanse the energy of this just of everything like we no it's okay that top, Ken. i'm sorry no, i got flowing okay. uh yeah um, we <clears> no i think this is great honestly i think it's great to just do it now because i think you were like even <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. Pushing I, we, us on. You're like, listen, we about to skydive and pushing you off. Here we go. I know. Um, no, I know. It felt no, right this to is do great. it. Yeah. No, I think we just keep all of this and it's good. Okay. okay. So um, going forward, I just want to bring this in because this is so for Angela and I to talk about this. The reason that we're bringing it on mic is not to um, just be like, oh, here's like what's been going on or whatever. It is because we had a very serious conversation. And when we got to the end of it, we were like, this is really incredibly important for female uh, friendships. And if we can do this more often, our friendships will last so, like just be so much stronger and last so much longer. And so that's the only reason we're kind of outing ourselves mm -hmm. is because 
obviously we have this podcast, it's woo-woo school. Like, of course we want to be like, oh, you know, we're figuring it out. But the ego wants to say we have figured it out. And at the end of the day, we haven't. And Angela and I are still like uncovering all these things from years, right? And so it's the whole point and why we started this podcast was like talking through the learning, right? Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, so I just want to like take a minute to kind of cleanse the air. And so um, I just bring in courage. I bring in space for both of our spirits to have our own human experience while honoring the space of the other. I pray that this conversation helps heal, that these words spoken serve the purpose of anyone who hears them to feel more understood. I cleanse this energetic space of all pre-programming of our past or of our day, and this just be a safe place for us to all join together. I'm thankful for this podcast and for Angela and I's incredible relationship and for you who found themselves right here listening. Um, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to have truth and exploration out loud. I'm grateful and call in alignment. Amen. Amen, sis. So I just wrote that. I was telling Angela off mic. I wrote that before we got onto this podcast. Um, like purely just to make sure I was aligned. I was kind of rushed and I was this is kind of a nerve wracking subject to talk about is like a friendship fight <laughs> and not that I would call it a fight, but you know what I'm saying? Like it was a it disagreement. Was yes. It was, it was tense. And so to talk about that on mic felt, and then it to be like, we've scratched everything. We're going to go into the podcast with this. I was like, Oh shoot. Like this is all right. Like, and so I just was writing that down to just be like, okay, this is the whole reason we're talking about this is so that to try to teach what we've learned so that you can bring this into your relationships and so that we can continue to bring that into our relationships. So I just told Angela, I was like, I just want to read this because if I am putting this intention on the podcast, then I want to share that with you, you know? Yeah. So, and it's um, the truth. What we were going through is real and it was the truth. And I, we both didn't feel right about just hopping back on mic and just talking about something else when this was such an integral part of why we took a break and, yeah, I, I think Kendall and I were talking offline about how so often there's stuff we want to bring up in our female friendships that we don't because we lie to ourselves and say, or gaslight ourselves is, is mm -hmm. what I end up doing and say, oh, this, I'm making this a big deal. I really, it's not that big of a deal. It's, I should just get over it. I, I shouldn't bring it up. I don't want to upset the other person. And all these things that we say to try to push it under the rug that maybe society has taught us or we're trying to be polite or we don't want to face the conflict. Maybe we're, you know, conflict averse or we grew up in a place that didn't talk about their feelings and when they were hurt or whatever story is swimming around in your head that's telling you, like, don't bring it up. Um, if it's important to you and it's on your heart and you feel safe with the other person, I think we really showcase that with us. But I think that's just a lesson for any of your friendships is that a real friendship will, will, will take space and it might take time, mm -hmm. but uh, a real friend wants to know what you're going through and the ways that they've wronged you. And so I just, and I, I just great. applaud you because Angela handled it so incredibly. Um, and was just like, thank you for bringing that to my attention because 
I would never want to hurt you. But I thought what a big takeaway for me was, um, was what exactly what she said when I said, how could I do better in this situation? And she was like, well, I think that, you know, essentially when I don't have proper boundaries that subconsciously she could feel, or my other friends could feel like they could get away with bad behavior. Cause they're like, you are going to forgive them. You are going to be open to them. You are going to like allow this. Right. And it was a big wake up call for me. Cause I'm like, okay, I have done my friends a disservice by not having stronger boundaries of what actually maybe being more vocal about what hurts my feelings or, um, I don't know. I, I just feel that that was a gift that she gave me by telling me that because it sent me off into a tailspin. Like Angela can tell, like can attest to this. I just started having rough conversations with all my friends. I was like, okay, well, where do realized, I? Yeah. Once we realized it was a pattern, your pattern was your friends getting away with bad behavior. My pattern mm -hmm. was with you and possibly with other people, a trauma response that allowed them not to feel safe with their news with me. And so it, when anything feels like a pattern and there's like examples yes. of it being a pattern in your life, it hits. You're like, okay, this is not a one-off. This is something that I'm seeing in my life over yeah. and over. And right. So we were both really taking inventory of how we could change and be better and be better for each other and be better friends. And yeah, I mean, it's the hard work. We're still working through it. This is still pretty mm -hmm. fresh. And I. And energetically, it's like, I feel, and I've told Angelus, I feel like us getting on the podcast was a, a calling for both of us to work through various levels, not just with each other, obviously. I'm just saying in our lives, like, uh, we were mirrors to each other in that situation. Like when we're getting so close that we're like always recording with each other and always talking about deep things and always in communication, we served as mirrors to each other. Mm -hmm. And so when there's a situation where it's like, okay, I, I need to look at this. She needs to look at this. I think in female friendships, a lot of times you'd be like, I don't want to bring this up or this is going to end the friendship. Like if we even bring this up. And so what I love is that we brought it up. We really left safe space for each other to have our experience. And then it allowed us to be like, okay, let's call this out earlier when it happens next time. Like, right. let's not let this go on, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think a big thing, and this is and what I told Angela when we were having the conversation was I didn't take Angela's response as something that was mine to own. So I think that that's really important when we're dealing with other people to realize, like, I didn't take it on as my own because I, I knew that it wasn't something I did. It was something that Angela was going through. And I think it's really important to um, separate what is someone else's and what is our own. Because I think in female relationships, and I can only speak to female relationships because I'm not a man, um, but in female relationships, a lot of times someone's reaction to us, we assume blame or responsibility. We're like, oh, what did I say? Mm -hmm. Or what did I, like, did I do something wrong? Or did I, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think like in this instance, and I even told Angela, I was like, I, 
I had to separate myself from it being directed at me. I knew that you were going through a hard time. And so I was allowing you to have your space to, to experience that and to, um, you know, go through that. But at the same time, when, you know, that makes the other person feel unsafe, it's like, it's, it is productive to bring up, to say, oh, like, I understand that this is your experience. Also, this is how I feel in it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I just feel like Angela did such an incredible job of saying like, thank you for bringing that up. I want to know. I did want to know. You know, I, my immediate response was like hurt because I felt, I, I'm just so glad to have Kindle side of the story and for us to have such like patience with each other on that call when we were discussing it because I am filling in the other side of the story. Like she was saying, like not taking it on as, as your own. I feel like it's so easy to feel personally attacked. Like it's, it's a personal, a personal thing. And although it was throughout the context of what we were talking about, it just, it is so much more general, right? About mm -hmm. like, I felt hurt in this matter. I can hold your pain and my own, but I don't feel like you were doing the same. And it just, yeah, it was really eye-opening. I think we did a really good job of real-time processing that with each other and feeling so exposed but still having love for each other but that's really what it was all about you know I love Kindle as a friend and your your people in your life that you feel your family and your network and your friendships especially female ones they love you and they they want to know and I I felt so thankful to know about Kindle because I think I had this block where I didn't feel like a lot of people feel like they know me because I'm so open with how I feel to, to larger groups of people. And I know that's not how everyone processes, but sometimes I don't feel as close to other people based on that. And that's my own holdup. But I just felt so, I felt so relieved to know Kendall's real feelings on something. It felt like mm, it, felt mm -hmm. it felt sacred and it felt like, oh, this gives me the meat of what it was because out of context, I'm not going to give specifics, but she was telling me about a really like great reading that she had and it felt like super high and up and, and amazing. And once I got the full picture of what she was going through and why that reading was so meaningful, not that I think you need context to be there for a friend, but it just felt so much more like, oh, I see the whole picture. During my trauma, I was only narrow-mindedly mm -hmm. like hearing because I was so sensitive to what I was going through all I was hearing was this great news from a friend that I just couldn't take on selfishly. And that wasn't mm -hmm. really what it was about. There was so much more to, to what Kendall was getting out of what she was trying to tell me. And that yeah. just that's just a very specific example I know, but I just, I encourage you to really hear the other person out. And like Kendall uh, mentioned, take a, ha if you can help it at all, have your ego take a step back because it was one of the only times in my life where I recognized that my ego was there but I didn't allow it to overcome the whole, the whole conversation. And I just mm -hmm. allowed it to have a seat with us, but I wasn't operating in that space. And I just, I really feel so healed by what Kendall and I talked about and what I think is so good to do with, uh, you know, relationships.
Yeah, no, I just, and truly our whole point, like I said, like of coming on here was to say, like, let's just talk about this on the mic so that we're being really, we're walking the talk. Like we are on this podcast to figure this out beside you guys. And so we're like, we just need to talk about this. Like we Mm -hmm. need to talk about the fact that we just scratched like our whole season. We're starting over purely so that the air has been cleared and we're going forward producing the best content that we can for you guys while like being authentic to Angela and I. We're like, we're just, we need to like lay it all out so that it's not just like, hi, Mm -hmm. what's up? And then acting like we have it all figured out when we don't. We're truly figuring it out in real time beside you guys. So exactly. um, And Kendall brought up a great point about honoring the time and when the energy is right. That's what we set out to do, right? And I know if you're working a nine to five or there's a situation in your life where you're like, yeah, I can't exactly call in when I'm not energetically feeling right. I get that. I don't want to come off as, I know this isn't about every situation, but in this context, we were able to do it when the alignment felt right. And I just Mm -hmm. encourage you if there's other places in your life that when the energy feels right to go forward and when it doesn't step back, it just feels so much more Mm -hmm. truthful and authentic and it feels real. And we're proud of the intro episode because we felt great about it. We felt great about it in that moment. And that is a a moment in time that we wanted to capture and we still stand by. But the ones that we were forcing through, you could feel it. And as a listener, I want you guys to feel that. And I'm sure you've heard other people, like maybe you've heard a podcast. I know I have where I felt like, ooh, think, things feel a little, uh, the environment's tense. a little tense. A little well, weird. <laughs> well, it feels a little snarky. Um, and so I think, I think you're not pulling the wool over someone's eyes when things are not, uh, not feeling like a match. And so as much as we really wanted to use that fuel, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't working mostly on my end. And I feel really proud that we were able to just say, you know what, it's not right. And Kendall really gave me a lot of grace there. And so I really do have to thank her for that. Um, she encouraged me to say it to, to just allow myself to take a break and not feel like I'm letting her down. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. But here's the thing. I think that this, um, goes across the board is like, what is the why in this situation? You know, like, and to me it's like, it is when we started this podcast, it was like the why is Angela and I's friendship, first of all. So it's like, if we never record another episode, Angela's friendship is so much more important to me than showing up with season two on time Mm -hmm. or like having the right whatever, you know, like, I know you guys have been so anxious. You're like, when is it coming out? And it was just so much more important for us to hold space for each other than it was to push it. And so, um, I think that in the projects and in the things that we do, it really is um, easy to let ego, like how Angela was saying, she was like, oh, it's a block. Like I need to push it. We need to do this. Like I said, I would do it on this time and like whatever. And really it's like, this is fun. Like (laughs) we're literally not getting paid for this. Like we're getting on the microphone to just like hang out with you guys and have a good time. So if we need to work through some stuff, let's freaking do it. And if anything, how beautiful is that, that the podcast, I feel like we can get so close, feel each other's souls and then have a really safe 
space to discuss. And I hate even making this heavier than it is because it really isn't. Like Angela and I like dished up some stuff and then like move forward. Like our whole conversation was like 45 minutes, but what it was, was just this opportunity to like point out anything that um, was bubbling that we just needed to bring to the surface. And we wanted everything to be to the surface to continue this season. And so I don't know. I'm just excited. I'm like, Me too. this feels, feels good. so good. Like the Therapy, energy is cleared. Yeah. Yeah. We threw away the other episodes that you guys would have been like, the fuck is happening? It was Sorry. Horrible. The it heck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm pumped going forward. And I think um, something that Angela and I were talking about is how um, important it is. Like Angela had talked about, she had listened to this podcast before where these podcast hosts like had a therapist come in and, um, talk to them, like be a middleman in their conversation. And Angela was saying how impactful that was. Cause she was like, wow, I've never heard this kind of thing on mic. Um, and because we just don't bring up that kind of messiness of like, everything looks really great right? Like in friendships or like anything online, it just looks like, oh, and then when you have a fight or when you have a, a boundary that's been pushed or when you feel like misunderstood or whatever, you feel that everyone else has it figured out and you don't. Mm-hmm. And when really this is going on in every single romantic relationship, every single friendship, like it's either you don't talk about it and the friendship dies or you do talk about it to allow the friendship to continue and be stronger. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought it was really cool to be like, yeah, this is just normalized. Like we can talk about this and, um, I don't know. Yes. I also think it's it's cool. I think it's great. I think it's a new wave of looking at, like, I, I hate that old, uh, saying of like, don't mix business with friends. It's like, no, do mix business with friends, but talk about when you have issues. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's so obvious to go into business with your friends. Not in every context, I get it. But like in this instance, it worked. And I think, why wouldn't I go in with a friend, you know? Like, I think, I think that that narrative was really dangerous. Like, don't mix business with friends. It's like, how is how would that not make your business even better and more and I, I don't know so I just think that this is such a, a really fresh way of looking at that and a really healthy way of looking at that it's because like any good business ship or business relationship that I know between two female partners that were friends beforehand have gone through times like this and maybe yeah. not everybody talks about it but the ones that do it feels so refreshing. Yes. It feels like, wow, thank you. Thank you for letting us in. Thank you for like peeking behind the curtain and showing us what's going on behind the scenes because that's really what goes on. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's part of it. And so I think if you know, like Kendall's always said before, like, if you know better, you can do better. And so that we, we told each other where we think that we could grow as a human and that's invaluable. So how, like, I guess, you know, as a takeaway for other people, like, or a takeaway even for ourselves going forward, like, what do you think made that conversation safe? Like, how do you curate that with friends? Like, I'm just thinking when we had that conversation, you know how you texted me and you're like, that was like one of the like healthiest, um, 
you know, like disputes I've ever had and it being like, yeah, same here. Like that was beautiful, hard, but beautiful. But then I thought since I'm like, what made it feel that way? Because I think that someone might be listening and be like, okay, listen, if I tell my best friend that this has been bubbling to the surface, she'll never talk to me again. So right, it's like, right, how right, do right. we, you know what I mean? Like, so what did you thoughts. feel? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just no, I have go, a few thoughts. Go, go. Well, first off. So I, I think as far as the, having the hard conversations, it usually happens organically. And I also feel like, um, and what I mean by that is that I actually, so in this specific example, I called Kendall with information from our aunt Joanne, my our you know intuitive guide that you guys have likely mm-hmm. heard about. Um, saying that you've all she, probably got a reading from, <laughs> right, right, saying that um, kind of what she's forecasted for the podcast, and I was just going on about like, oh, she said that we need each other and blah 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 blah, and it, all of it was true, but it was like mm-hmm. a perfect segue into if this was heavy on Kindle's heart because I was taken off guard, like I wasn't expecting Kindle to share this with me. So as somebody that was receiving <laughs> the news, I'm being dead serious. Like I didn't no, know I didn't having this this heartache with me for 15 years and was going to tell me in that moment. And I wanted her to tell me. I didn't know, you know, I can't read her mind. I didn't know it was on her mind. So as somebody that was receiving the news in that instance, the reason it felt safe was that number one, Kendall did it with kindness and with love. And I've known her this long. I knew that when it's a, and it, it not even length, but just depth of the friendship and maturity of the friendship. Um, because I don't want it to feel like this only applies to people that have been in your life for years and years. Um, I, but I will say when Kendall told me the news, so you, maybe you can speak about it as the person that was giving the news and I was receiving. Uh, but I, I just waited before I responded. There was a lot mm-hmm. of dead space yeah. on the call. And I think, you know, Kendall and I didn't have the option to do it in person. If you do have it in person, maybe those silences might feel uh, weird. I'm not sure. I didn't feel weird in the silent space. I didn't we're, either. We were just processing. So it was just, there was a lot of quiet. I and think you had to leave space because you know that I'll stop talking. So like, it almost like you needed to have dead silence for me to be like, well, and um, like if you had started talking, I would have just stopped talking. <laughs> Maybe so. So it was like honestly good that you kind of just like left space for me to talk, which you were probably just processing on your own side, but it was just funny. For sure. So I think um, as somebody receiving the news, if somebody comes to you in your life, like as if someone, I know this is just the, you know, this is the way that I'm going to frame it. But like as the recipient of somebody that had conflict with me that I did not know about, I would say, thank the person and lead with gratitude, which is what I tried to do. And yeah, you did. I think that that it is, it is a gift that somebody is sharing something on their heart. And if you can keep that at the center of the conversation, I think it can only go up from there. I also think, um, don't put a timeline on somebody's processing time. I think Mm. Kendall and I had a really fast, like we were talking the next day, like totally fine. And we felt really like healed from it. I don't think it's always like that. I don't think it's always linear. I think sometimes maybe people feel okay. I've had a best friend conflict that was kind of up and down. Like we were okay. And then we kind of weren't, we had to like kind of rehash it out. And so mm-hmm. I think don't put pressure on yourself to resolve something on any timeline. Like it, it will take time, especially if it's a deep wound that has been there for a while. Um, so I think t- giving time, 
giving time on the actual call, like being comfortable with silence, leading with gratitude, and just knowing that the other person is not out to hurt you. I think mm-hmm. those things are the biggest things to come to come to my mind. But as somebody for you, Kendall, that had trouble voicing it, what would you say got you to voice it? Like having the hard conversation? Um, I think I think for me that it was it was bubbling up and we had been talking about, you know, recording and different things. And I just felt, and you know, like I have been like this with the podcast and I'm like, I only want to show up if it feels really authentic to me. Mm -hmm. And I felt that because of some of the things that were going on and kind of how we were holding space for each other, it just didn't, it didn't feel like, I don't even want to be on the mic unless it's just like real or, or I just don't want to be on it. And so it was when you were talking to me specifically about like, okay. And in season two and like Joanne was like so excited about it. And this is kind of like why we need each other. And all those things she was saying rang so true to me that we need each other. Like, absolutely. And, but I was like, okay, we need each other. And so because of that, we have to work through this conflict so that we can again, be this yin yang, because I know that, um, you know, when you were talking, you had gone to Joanne because of a block because of our relationship. You were like, Oh, I feel this way Mm -hmm. in, in the relationship, which was interesting because the whole thing that like started this conversation really with Angela and I was, she had a specific block that I did not feel like she had a, um, like something going forward with the podcast that she was like, this is a block for me. This is an insecurity. And it wasn't something that was true of how I felt. So it was something that was like internalized in herself. Right. And something that I had going towards Angela was internalized inside of myself. Like Angela was like, I don't think this, I don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we both had these blocks towards this thing. And I really, really think, and I've heard this said, but it's like the closer you get to truth, like the more like the devil will come in and try to distract you. Like the closer you get to what is beautiful and what is like divine and like what is truth, like uh, everything will happen to try to get you away from that because that is like what is divine, right? And I think in that instance, it was exactly that. It was like we both had blocks going forward with our podcast that had nothing to do with each other. Mm -hmm. And so it was just this really cool thing to like clear that out and be like, okay, what you, what your block is, is not true to me. And for me, like what my block is, she's like, it's not true of me. So mm-hmm. we can just push that out of the water. Right. Right. And, um, but I think that we could have carried that, like our ego really would have been like, it just comes back to the ego over and over. Right. But, um, the ego could have been like, oh, I don't want to bring this up. I don't want to be the weaker link. I don't want to like be the person like, you know. And so or the ego um, challenging you on what, who you identify as like, yes, exactly. I, you, I, you identify as somebody that is like there for your friends and, um, working on boundaries or I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like all yeah. these different things. And then I was like, I'm such a good friend and I'm always there for my friends and ups and downs and all those things. And I think those things are still true, but I think that they are. Well, I think we both struggled. Yeah. I, bo- I think we both struggled with like identifying as a good friend. Cause like, to me, I'm like, I'm a good friend by allowing 
my friends to be like the full spectrum of who they are, which sometimes means bad behavior. <laughs> but it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know. I'm I laughing. Like I was being a true. good friend. Cause I'm like, oh, like me being a good friend is like, I just feel so open and so non-judgmental towards my friends that sometimes that can be like taken too far on their end. Like they're like, oh, Kendall's so cool. Like she's so cool about it that like, it doesn't matter when actually like, yes, I'm so down for the full spectrum of who people are. But also if it's like, I feel like I'm taking the brunt of like a relationship and like my my full spectrum is not being held, then I'm like, well, this is unequally yoked here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, um, but that's something that you like really brought to my attention of like, okay, you can be really open and really like accepting of people, but also if it's something that goes against your bound, like if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling like you can say something about it. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I felt that if I said something about it, that someone would feel like they have to edit themselves or they have to um, like pretend. Like my whole thing was, and why I feel like I've allowed bad behavior in the past is because I'm like, I just want someone to be them. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want them to pretend to be anything other than what they are. And so sometimes when I'm like, hey, could you please not do this? Then I feel like they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not gonna like really tell her that I'm upset and I can't hold space for her. Like I'd rather the truth than someone pretend to hold space for me when, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. oh, I know this hurts her feelings. So I'm now going to pretend that I'm holding space for her when I'm going through a traumatic experience. Like I'd rather you be like, I'm going through a traumatic experience and I can't hold space for you. And I'm really sorry for that. Right. Versus right, me right. saying that that hurts my feelings and then you being like, okay, well, I am going through this and I actually don't care about your reading, but now I need to pretend to because that'll hurt your feelings. Like, mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I felt like when I was establishing boundaries, I was controlling people's behavior. But really what you brought to my attention was like, you can, you can allow someone to have their experience, but you do have to speak up speak up and be mm -hmm. like, yes, I'm totally down with you, like going through whatever you're going through. But if you want this to be an open relationship, like I also have to have like my highs and lows, you absolutely. know? Yes, absolutely. Um, and the word that I kept bringing up was like, I was, I'm so sorry you, that you were feeling dismissed or feeling like pushed aside and that my, whatever I, my catastrophic event was taking precedence. And I do, this just came to mind when she was talking. Um, a final thing that I kind of want to touch on is talk to your friends about what they need when you're, when mm. they're feeling high and when they're feeling mm -hmm. low, because me and Kendall realize we do not want the same things. When yes. I and it wasn't <laughs> until we had that conversation, we were like, wait, even yes. on both ends of the spectrum, we need I was different like, things. When and we were you're like, feeling Whoa. sad, do you want do you want me, do you want to come and wallow to me about it? And if I'm feeling high and you were like, no, not at all. I just want to hop on your high. And I was like, oh, well, I don't want to do like, I don't, that's mm -hmm. not how I would want to react. So it's like, we were talking about when, when one of your friends is high, one of your friends is low, yes. you're feeling high and you're feeling low. What, what would be your ideal situation for your, how would, how can your friends support you? In that yeah. Time? I love that. How yeah, can so you be supported a, in that? Yeah. Yes. Cause Angela and I have known each other for 15 years. And this was the first time we were even like recognizing, we're like, wait, 
what? Like Angela's like, I need to outwardly process yes. if I'm having a hard time. And if I'm high, like, I want you to like join the party. And I'm like, if I'm low, I want to call you to like talk about something completely unrelated. Cause that yes. will make me feel so much better. Yes. I don't feel better. Like me personally, I do not feel better when I wallow about what's hard. So Angela actually didn't know various times I was going through a hard time because right. I would call her to like try to vibe up. Which and that wasn't I want to like make clear dismissing. I felt distant from you because of that, but I did not realize yeah. that that's not how I could, su could support you. I didn't know that that was the background context and what I'm, I'm not like trying to call you out. I'm just like, no, I'm yeah. so, I'm so thrilled to know that now it was so eye opening to be like, Oh, this was this, there was so much thought and so much, so much more going on behind Kindle scenes that I never gave thought to. I didn't know that she called me to just pick like she wanted to just ride my high if I was high and like dismiss her low because to me, I would never, I couldn't dismiss my low. So anyways, I'm just, my, my point is I don't want to ramble too long. I just, I, I think it's really important to ask your friends and they might not know not right away. It might just come up, you know, here and there, but try to think for yourself when I'm feeling really high and hype, happy and high as a kite, what, how could my friends support me in that way? And when I'm feeling low, how could they support me in that way? Mm-hmm. So I think I love was, that. Yeah, that's a that good, is for sure. Good thing. And like, too. yeah, think on. No, and I think um, just you know, like, truly one of the things, and you know, we can kind of end on this, but is um, like being the space that you want for yourself too. Like, I think in Angela and I's like conversation, and in converse conversations with other people that I had since, it was. I can't go in being like, this is how I feel and just waiting for them to be the better person. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be like, I have to embody the energy that I would also like them to receive me by. Because I think if you can really like ground yourself, like egos in the brain, right? I think you have to like bring it down to your heart space and be like, okay, ego aside, I'm coming to you from my heart space, like travel down, like ground yourself and talk from that, which I think if you can really truly speak from your, your heart space, I think energetically the other person's heart space, like feels that versus like mm -hmm. ego versus ego where it goes absolutely nowhere. Absolutely. And if you're speaking from your heart space, you can't be wrong. Yeah, true. Yeah. So Anyways, anyways, that was our fight. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our like, fight. We hope you got something out of it. <laughs> um, so but, I'm like, so glad. I'm like, okay, this is like, it's all out. Now we can like go yes. party. Yes. The, the dirty laundry is out on the line. Um, we hope you guys took something away. Uh, have the hard conversations. Your friends want to know your heart. And you know, also please let us know if this was helpful. Like, oh I yeah, just feel please, like I please. like we left my back hanging out and like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys, we need the feedback. So let us know if you hate this or you love this. Um, yeah, let us Actually, know. Let us know. Tell us if you hate it, but <laughs> don't leave it in our reviews. Love you, mean it. 
Um, no, you could just like, let us know if this helped with some conversation that you have in your life that you're like, Oh dang, this is my sign. Like I do need to have that conversation and we totally support you. We hope that that goes like beautifully talk from your heart space and you know, yes, but going um, through the messy to get to, to the good stuff. Also like legitimately, thank you for being here because us being able to talk about like, if no one heard this, I don't think that we would have even had this conversation. Like it was because of you guys and us wanting to, to come to you with the the best of what we could give. Yeah. Like Mm. just the truth. And, um, so you guys have encouraged us to continue to search for that, to dig deeper, um, so that we can all talk about it together. So thank you for listening. Yes. And um, encouraging us to get down and dirty, you know? Yes, absolutely. See you guys next time. Thank you. <laughs> Keep Good. listening. Bye. 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 Hope we didn't leave Bye. you. <laughs> come back, come back. Okay, Kate, go bye. Go bye. <laughs> I hope you had fun today. Thank you so much for listening. We're manifesting that this becomes something. So if you enjoyed this, help a sister out and give us a rating or tell your best friend so we can connect more people like you. Talk to us anytime. Easiest to reach us is on our Instagram. Kindle is at Kindle Hannah with no H at the end. And I am at Angela underscore party. Also, we wanted to give a quick shout out to Nicole Spolerich, our magical audio editor, and Scott Hoying from Pentatonics for the sparkly intro. You two make us sound like we're not just two girls sitting on the living room floor with a mic, so we love you for it. Anyway, we love all of you guys. See you next Wednesday, and stay woo-woo.